I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light on Light Through, episode 253. I interview Polish poet and member of the band Trupa Trupa, Zygorz Kwiatowski, about the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Now, living in Poland, Zygorz is just miles away from this terrible Russian invasion. And we talk about that as well as the role of music and poetry in the incessant struggle for freedom. And in this discussion, we make reference to groups ranging from the Beatles to singer-songwriters like Phil Oakes and all kinds of other things. Well, here's the interview coming right up. The Light on Light Through podcast. Welcome to this special episode of Light on, Light Through. I'm Paul Levinson. If you are watching this as a video and you need to drive your car somewhere, there'll be a link on the video page and it will show you how to just listen to it, which is the safe thing to do if you're driving. Never a good idea to watch a video and drive at the same time. Or if you are listening to this and you'd like to see us not quite in the flesh, but through Zoom, there'll be a link on that audio podcast page where you can go to the video. So our guest today, or actually my guest today, is a Polish poet and member of a really hot and up and coming rock band, Trupa Trupa, by the name of Zygorz Kwiatkowski. I've been pronouncing that name as much as I can because I, I like to get it at least mostly right. Let me just tell you a little bit about how uh, Zygorz and I came to meet and know each other. M my son, Simon Vazek Levinson is deputy music editor for Rolling Stone. And I guess it was a little over a month ago, I read a really great review that he wrote uh, about uh, Trupa Trupa's uh, new album. In fact, it's just been released, B-flat A. And uh, in particular, one of the members of Trupa Trupa, Zygorz, who in addition to being a rock musician, is also a poet. And he is not only a poet, but his most recent book of poetry is about the Holocaust. So that really impressed me. And Zygorz and I got to know each other. And we had planned to do this interview a little later uh, in the month of March. But with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, I wanted to get Zygorz and his voice out to the world. It's already out to the world, but I wanted to contribute a little more and, and get that voice out to the world as soon as possible. So let me begin uh, just by asking you, Zygorz, how are you doing? Uh, how are you holding up under this incredible pressure Poland, of course, is a next door neighbor of Ukraine. 
Ukrainian refugees are pouring into Poland. There's no telling what crazy thing Russia might do next. So, so how are you doing? How are you feeling? What are you thinking these days? Uh, firstly, I, I'm super happy that that you in, in invited me, and and, uh, and I have to say that it's very hard uh, event for me. Uh, maybe it will be the hardest uh, uh, meeting for me because uh, I was talking about it for for many weeks uh, in different places about the risk of Russian invasion. But I didn't realize it will happen. Uh, so, so it's very hard. I, I mean, it, I mean, a deep shock. And 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 for many weeks, even during the Trupa Trupa concerts that that happened few few moments ago in Western Europe, I was talking from time to time from from the stage something about that. But I was I I was hoping that it will not happen. But but it happened, and. Uh, I'm devastated totally, and uh, and uh, it's 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 uh, it's it's all you know it's it's like a nightmare, and uh, of course, being so so close to the Ukraine is even more frightening in some way. Uh, it's also you know I, I'm always the person who is trying to find some light in the tunnel and this now it's really dark but on the other hand this big solidarity that 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 is happening right now in the western world is this kind of a light i'm searching for so so on one hand i'm devastated when i see that people are dying and when i see that this cynical murder vladimir putin is doing these things and and the point is that he was doing it for many, many years. That 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 you know, it's uh, there were a lot of books, a lot of documentary movies, a lot of his psychological portraits, and he he, he was a murderer for many, many years. I guess uh, you know when when he came to to the power by this manipulation with Chechen war, I think it was obvious that he is a real murderer uh, in a Stalin way and uh, the worst way. But the point is that. The Western world didn't, you know, did, didn't react. They 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 always react reacted in in very almost nice way. You know, it was kind of a message: please feel invited. You know, you know, don't worry. Please continue. And uh, and now uh, for, in Western Europe, there are a lot, a lot of people especially from left-wing people, and I guess I'm one of the people from the left-wing that, 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 that were not always, but a lot, very often criticize the policy of United States, the, the USA policy. And I, I was also very angry on the uh, intervention in Iraq and Afghanistan. And uh, uh, But the point is that I, I guess that now the situation looks like that, that Joe Biden and this big pressure of USA on Western Europe and on Russia uh, is a kind of a miracle of a goodness. And, uh, and I think that his pressure and uh, USA Secret Service pressure really is kind of a game changer. And, and uh, even Germany uh, changed their mind. And you know, I've got a lot of mixed feelings in, in the way that, that 
this is the horror. This is the, you know, I hope it will end in the next few days, but but I don't think so. So, but but the point is that very usually in these time times of transgression, you can see the the face, the faces without masks. And for example, for me, the a uh, reaction of Germany, or maybe lack of reaction of Germany for a few weeks, it was a big, uh, very, very big disappointment in a moral way that, that, that they were so corrupted, that they politicians were so corrupted uh, by, by Russian money. And of course, Vladimir Putin was a Stasi agent in the eastern of Germany. So I've got a lot of thoughts. I've got a lot of you know mixed feelings. I, I try still to remember this my my motto uh, after uh, my 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 son was born. I, so I mean, all we need is love, and I really think that you know all we need is love. But on the other hand, you know, what can I say? You know, I, I, what should I say to, to 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 someone from Ukraine who is fighting against uh, uh, Russian forces? You know, if I could say to him, you know, don't fight with them. You know. Uh, Please try to do it in a Gandhi pacifistic non-violence way. You know, I don't know if I could say something like that to someone who is protecting his family uh, from someone like Hitler. So, 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 I'm devastated. I, 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 I'm still trying to 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 think about positive solution and the big unification of Western world, big moral unification is something like a miracle. But I'm waiting for the biggest miracle, and the biggest miracle would be, you know, that the Russian people would defeat uh, Vladimir Putin. Because I think that they, this is this is the moment that they should do something uh, with him, uh, or or he should step out. I, I I don't know, but 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 you know, I hope it will happen. You know, not even next few days, but maybe in next you know 48 hours. But, but please tell me what are your thoughts because I'm 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 uh, much more younger than you, and this is this is the point. My my grandfather had a history. He was a uh, tragic history. He was a um, prisoner of concentration camp. But I'm the third generation, so in some way I can feel that it, it's easy uh, to speak for me in the way that you know all you need is love and 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 about the Gandhi nonviolence way, but. Uh, you know, I, I can say a lot of great, beautiful things, but they are maybe uh, too uh, spiritual in a, in a flat theoretical way. So please tell me what are your thoughts and, and what are your predictions and, and yeah. Sure, well, you and I are more alike than we really should be because I'm much older than you. I'm like 300 years old. You're a young guy. Uh, you know, I have grandkids who are the age of, of your son. So, you know, we really do come from different generations, but, but amazingly, we are a lot alike. I mean, just one thing that occurred to me as you were talking, you know, the, the fear that, that Putin, the, this current Hitler, ha has put into the minds not only of Ukrainians, but people around the world, you, of course, in Gdansk are, are very close to the literal Russian troops. But, you know, as you probably know, Putin opened his mouth yesterday and started threatening again using nuclear weapons. 
And, you know, we, we live here in New York City. We have no intention of ever leaving New York. And, you know, New York City, this goes back to the 1960s when I was a kid and the Cuban Missile Crisis. We, we knew and I knew back then I was, you know, 15, 16 years old. And I knew that if there had been a nuclear exchange between the U.S. and then the USSR, that New York City would be one of the targets. That's what they would be aiming for. So no one in the world can just relax in the face of this aggression, uh, aggression by a madman. I, I heard that the president of Brazil, Bolsonaro, by the way, another fascist, a friend of Trump, yeah, yeah a friend of Putin, that he was saying to Brazilians, hey, you should come home if you're in Russia to Brazil, you'll be safe here. No place is, is safe. And, and I think that that is something that we all need to recognize. The other thing, and this is why I think your very important book, Crops, is, is so relevant to this. When we say that Putin is another Hitler, that's not just a metaphor. That's not just a way of you know, criticizing him because he stupidly said that, uh, that the leadership in Ukraine is neo-Nazis and obviously Zelensky is Jewish. Uh, it, it's much deeper than that. What it is really is what Adolf Hitler tapped into and what you have explored in, in devastating and very effective poetry that brought tears to my eyes when I read it. Uh, in crops, that never died. That spirit is still very much alive in every totalitarian who is now alive in this world. And uh, although we could talk for days about Donald Trump, you know what? He's no different. He has no respect for the truth. He makes up lies anytime it suits him. The only thing that restrained Trump is, you know, we have such a robust democracy in the United States. It was hard for him to do some of the things that he might have wanted to do. So when he, for example, said, I'm going to put up a wall in our southern border and, you know, we're going to get all these Mexicans and all these evil people who are trying to come into our country. He, he couldn't quite get away with that. And it was easier for his friend Putin to, to get away with that. But the real question is, and uh, let me mention something I've been struggling with, and then I'd be interested in what your thoughts are. And for those of you who are interested, we'll get back to uh, Jigosh's book of poetry and some of his music in a few minutes. But, you know, as, as you well know, and, and as anyone who knows me knows, uh, I'm 74 years old. Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm in okay physical shape, but, you know, uh, a part of me, and my wife Tina certainly wouldn't want to hear me say this, but a part of me feels like right now, getting on a plane and going over to Ukraine, and you know what, I've never fired a gun in my whole life. I hate guns. I, I've never fired a gun. I've never fired a rifle. I think here in the United States, one of the problems, one of the illnesses that we 
have here are too many guns. A gun killed John Lennon. You know, uh, guns do horrible things. But nonetheless, a part of me honestly wants to do something to basically fight those Russians and, and, and get those Russians the hell out of Ukraine. And since I know I'm not going to do that, I feel I have to try to do everything I can in my power, whatever that power is, to help the Ukrainians and in any way that I can undermine uh, the Russians. I already blocked, by the way, on Facebook, a couple of Russian accounts who they were my friends. I don't know if those accounts were hacked. You know, they came in and they started talking nonsense, you know, uh, uh, lying about, you know, what's going on there. So I just blocked them. But I think that that's what the world has to do. And, but I, you are in a much more dangerous situation than I am for the reasons that we talked about. And so, for example, are you at this point writing new poetry is Troopa Troopa thinking of doing new music? Because that is what you are doing with your lives to basically help Ukraine and combat the Russians. Yeah, it, it's it's very it's very complicated complicated issue in the way that yeah of course I, I'm 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 writing a poetry and and I'm, and I'm and we are composing music. But the point is that we we were always on. I, I was always. Uh, more or less, I was writing about this kind of stuff. I, I mean, about 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 genocide, about human ability to hate, hate each other and killing each other. So, so in some way, I am doing the thing I was doing earlier, and, and I, I'm just not stopping. But but the point is that that and, and Trupa Trupa is also keep going, and 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 we will come to USA at, at the end of April. But so so so, so we. Mm, you know, we 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 are doing our thing, uh, and and one of our friends from the band, Rafał Wojtal, who is playing on the keys and the guitar. Now, now he's on the Polish-Ukraine border in Przemysl, and, and and he's a he's a photo reporter and uh, and photographer. So 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 he's, I think, helping in a big way by exposing this uh, tragedy, but. Um, the point is that 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 my heart is with Ukraine, but uh, my heart is all you know with human beings in the way that that you know f f today uh, the Ukraine uh, ambassador uh, in UN uh, read this message. I don't know if you hear that the, the message of the Russian soldier who sent it to his mother. You know, so. Yeah. So the, the, the war is tragedy, and the war is tragedy on both sides. That, that's what I want to say. Of course, we have to protest. Of course, we have to say, to, to, to show stop sign to, to Putin. It's obvious. I don't want to discuss with that. It's obvious. But, uh, but the point is how. And of course, I, I, I dream about Gandhi, uh, non-violence, pacifistic way. But, but of course, it's, it's a bad idea, right? It, it, it wouldn't. Be, it, it wouldn't make any impression on, on Putin, right? His language is a language of violence and language of power. So if, if the Western world wouldn't show him this 
this language, he, he would just laugh. So, and I, and I can see for two or three days that he's very nervous. And, and, and anyway, I, I think that, that he, he, he didn't expect this kind of reaction. I think that he really thought that Western world will react in the normal way that Western world reacted in the past few years. So I think he's really in a deep shock uh, that, that, that the world now is really mad. But, but the point is that, you know, you know I, I don't know what, what to say uh, to, I don't know what to think about even murdering someone uh, as an act of resistance. You know what I mean? But I, but, but, but I don't know. Of, co of course, I am against killing. Of course, I'm against every way of humiliation and suffering. But, but, but you know, th this is big, big tragedy and everyone is losing. And, and people of, of Russia, the, 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 the people in Russia are also losing. So, so I can just pray for, for you know, for, for, for changing of power in Russia. I think it would be the best scenario. But, but, but the question is if the Russia has got I guess that Putin uh, destroyed whole opposition, and 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 so he's a really very similar, not only to Hitler, but maybe he's more similar to Stalin, actually. Mm. But 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 what can we do? Of, of course, we can, you know, we, we can make this gesture of solidarity from our hearts, and and we can make the spiritual bridges, and we can send our money and. Uh, uh, to these people, and we, we can push on our politicians to not, not not to not stop, to not give up. But I, I think I, because you said that that you, you would like to go there and fight, so I think I would have a problem in the way that that maybe you know that that um, I, I would have a problem with uh, with uh, taking a, a gun, for example, and and to to. Yeah, but but as I told you, I, I'm from different generation, and I think that I'm in some way from a spoiled generation. That that are, that that is very uh, yeah. That you know, my life was really a good life in the way of circumstances, and 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 so maybe it's very egoistic from my side. You know, maybe I just think about myself in a very great way, but but it's just. The, the thing that I'm afraid, that I'm very egoistic and I'm just afraid to commit my life to other people. But I'm just telling you the whole truth from my heart, what I'm thinking about. So I, I, I will not pretend that I'm a hero because I'm not, but but I really, but I also think, or I hope so, that, that, that I'm doing my job in the right, you know what I mean? That I, I think that this is my rifle. I think that this is my gun. And I think that, that, that I'm, I'm doing my, my thing. But, but I, I hope so. I, I hope that this is a real gun. And uh, yeah, but, but yeah, I don't know what to say, say more, but I, I don't feel comfortable uh, in this situation. And this is very, very tragic situation. And that, that's why I, I told you at the very beginning that, that, that in some way this is the most uh, important and, and, and uh, difficult uh, conversation uh, for me, converse, conversation with you. And I'm and when you proposed to make it earlier because of this uh, tragedy, of course, I said immediately, yes, let's do it. But I, I was really afraid in the way that, you know, what should I say right now in, 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 the, in this real horror? Uh, 
when it's happening right now. And when I'm watching the news and I see killed people and I've got tears in my eyes and I, you know, I pretend I don't have a tears because my son, for example, is watching me. So I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want this. I, I don't want to spread this war atmosphere in my house, for example, because he's three and a half years. So he doesn't understand. So I don't want to, to, to make him suffer. But, but, you know, on the other hand, maybe we shouldn't close his eyes on this kind of tragedy. I don't know. So as you can see, I've got one big, I don't know, uh, mode right now, but, uh, you know, my heart is open so I can't lie and I can't pretend that I'm an expert. But I just hope that my writing, uh, and I keep writing, and I, today I was writing, and tomorrow I'll be writing, that, 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 uh, that it, it, it's helping in some way. And this way is a way of showing atrocities and tragedy in, in, in a very realistic way, but also in, in some poetic way, in, in the way that, 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 that there is a place for a reader to, you know, to, I'm, I, in some way I'm trying, I'm making a trap for a, for a reader, you know, just, just, just to, it's kind of a moral trap, just to take someone inside this, uh, in some way cruel world, but, but the point is not that, that I want to, uh, you know, uh, write some very drastic images just to make a, a Hollywood horror effects. But but I think that 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 this is the, this is the truth. And and for many years, for example, in Poland, many many people told me that I shouldn't write about the past because the past is the past. And 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 they told me that 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 I should write about uh, something else. That there were the times times of. Uh, big wars is over and uh, that in some way that I'm escalating the suffering. Uh, and this is my, just, just my imagination, you know, that, that I, I, I'm just uh, feeling I've, I, I, that I feel a pleasure of writing about this kind of tragedies. Of course, it wasn't true. I was just writing about these tragedies from the past because this is my history of my family. And so I was just doing my, my, my thing, but the point is that the tragedies are going on nonstop every year, not only in Ukraine, and I don't want to relativize this stuff, but you know, every time there is a big tragedy in the world, unfortunately, but the eye of camera uh, don't see it. And now I'm happy that the eye of camera and eye of the world is seeing that, but the world is still not a good place for many, many of people who are suffering and I hope that this big, big tragedy will will change something for 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 better. Well, I certainly hope so too. Let me first say that I I love the fact that you want your words to be your rifle. That that's wonderful. That that that's truly your honest heart speaking. Uh, and before we go into that a little more, let me just make two uh, I guess sort of historical points. One, as you know, and probably most of my viewers know, I'm a science fiction writer. One of the themes of science fiction, uh, ever since I started reading it, is if you could go back in a time machine and kill Adolf Hitler when he was a baby, <laughs> I mean, it's a horrible thing to even think about. Oh, Would you do it? 
right? And, you know, yeah. th there's no easy answer to that question because what human being could kill a baby? E even if you knew that that baby was going to grow up and become Adolf Hitler. And, and when you're saying you, you can't pick up a gun or a rifle, and the truth is, again, you and I are not that much different. What I was telling you is what I feel like doing. And I've never fired a gun, never fired a rifle. I probably couldn't do that either. It's just what I'm feeling like doing. But you're saying that it is really part of that almost paradox that time travel and science fiction uh, have explored. You know, on the one hand, it's wrong to kill a human being. It's certainly wrong. It's, it's, it's horrible beyond horrible to kill a baby. But if the baby is Adolf Hitler, you know, and, and it, it's those questions and, and I know that you've studied philosophy that, that really test our uh, ethical knowledge. The other historical point I want to make, and then let's talk a little more about crops. Uh, have you ever heard of a, uh, he used to be known as a protest singer. I guess nowadays you'd call him a singer songwriter. His name was Phil Oaks, O-C-H-S. Um, and, um, well, uh, so first name Phil, P-H-I-L, second name O-C-H-S. And, and back in the 1960s, although Dylan was a little ahead of Oaks in terms of being known, there was a time in the mid 60s when Phil Oaks was right up there with Bob Dylan. And he, he wrote songs like I Ain't a Marching Anymore, White Boots, Marching in a Yellow Land. That was his song about the US and the terrible things we did in Vietnam. One of Phil Oaks's masterpieces is a song called The Crucifixion, in which Oaks talks in this song about the pleasure people had in finding out every detail of the assassination of John F. Kennedy. On the one hand, they thought it was horrible, but on the other hand, they wanted to know what was Jackie wearing? Was that like a little bit of blood on, on Jackie's you know, dress or whatever? I mean, and, and Phil Oaks, and again, he was a philosopher in addition to being a songwriter. He said, that's because people get pleasure in the downfall of heroes, which is a really horrible thing to contemplate. We build people up, we, the population at large, only to wait for when they fall and then we applaud that. But something else that Oaks did, which is not known quite as well as what I just mentioned, and this relates to what we're talking about, he, he came out with an album in 1967 called Pleasures of the Harbor. And this again was the height of the Vietnam War, which by the way, I protested against. I was tear gassed in Washington, you know, but so, and, and eventually our protesting did some good. But this album, Pleasures of the Harbor, including that song, had really no protest songs on it. It was all just beautiful songs. It was just beautiful lyrics. You know, it was basically love stories. And in the liner notes to the album, Phil Oaks said, in such an ugly time, the only true protest is beauty. And that always struck with me. And I think 
if you're talking about writing poetry, and I know that you've struggled with this, you know, you're writing words that are beautiful and it gives you pleasure to write, but they sometimes can be describing terrible things. You know, how do you do that? I think Oakes's knowledge and his explanation of why he did this album, not of happy songs, but not songs that were protesting, in some sense relates uh, to, to this question. You mentioned your grandfather was in a concentration camp and, uh, and that's what motivated you to write the poems and crops. Let me just ask you a question, which I think uh, I asked you at some other point, but it fascinates me because as you know, uh, I'm a songwriter myself, but I've never really written much poetry. What is it when you are writing words that gets you to make the decision? Are they going to be lyrics for a song like uniform? Uh, or are they going to be words in a poem such as what we see in crops? I mean, I, I, my guess is you probably don't know when you first start writing, but what is it that sort of guides your decision in, in that situation? I, I think that, that, that of course music is a yeah, music is a, is, a, is a world of poetry and and, and poems poems are, these are not two separate world worlds uh, but the point is that that when I write a poem and, and you are reading my poem for example there is it should be everything should be there the music you know in the poem, the music should be done in more direct and, and more minimalistic way. And and when I when I write something to Trupa Trupa and I sing something and I've got a band, I've got my friends and we've got a lot of other uh, sounds. So so I don't need this kind of sharpness as in the very bold uh, tiny poem. And I think that 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 anyway. I think that that my lyrics and my poetry is very similar to each other in the way that it's very minimalistic and it's all about uh, intuition. I mean that, for example, the uniform song, you know, I, I, I was just singing this, this lyrics and, and uh, this text and I didn't know what, it, what does it mean in the way that I just thought maybe it's something good. And I, I'm always uh, believing in my intuition and, and, and after a few months, I'm just checking if I was right or I was wrong. But it, it's very beautiful what you said about beauty. And because, you know, I really, in some way, I believe that, that goodness and also beauty will save the world or save the souls and protect the souls. And I think for me, the very important component of a life is a beauty. I mean, that there, there are a lot of tragedies uh, all around the world. And for example, I had this family tragedy and the grandfather who was a broken person because of a state of trauma. And in some way, uh, uh, from the very young age, I really trusted in the art, in the, in the big way, in the way that as a religious thing, you know, that, that, for example, every day I have to listen to Magic Flute by Mozart or to Winterreise by Schubert or to some Glenn Gould uh, transcription of Wagner. But I need the power of beauty just to keep going, just to keep moving like the sun. You know, I just needed to 
to to fight in some way with a evil brutal world of course it's a very delicate process in the way that if you're putting these beauty vibes into the very tragic uh, historical events that then there is a big risk that you will make a melodramatic kitschy stuff from that you know that, that, that you will make a hollywood kitschy thing from this horror and 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 that's why uh, I, I love so much glenn gould because glenn gould showed me the way of kind of anti melodramatic way of playing and singing and and and, and in some way his uh, art is a art of minimalistic emotions but of course if something is very minimalistic then it's really after all very powerful and big but but he showed me that that when i'm writing about such big tragedies i should be very uh, you know I, i shouldn't have a big emotions i, I should be as uh cold as i can in some way you know what i mean that i should be as delicate and as, as cold as i can because if i will have too big emotions then in some way i can use these tragic topics you know for my you know imagination or something like that or, or so for some special uh fireworks effects and and it would be uh one big disaster but yeah i think that the, the, the beauty is a really very important component of, of the world and i really believe that the beauty uh, and goodness are are saving us every day and yeah and for example love songs you know they are for example early beaters and they love songs i think that in some way this is very early beaters is for me like a punk rock band band you know they they would this, it was really punk rock you know early beatles and, and this it's simple catchy two minute songs about love and they were you know it was a real revolution and i think these were one of the biggest art statements till now uh, and i can compare them with with works of schubert and 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 i think that it all came from from some in some way open hearted and open minded quite simple people from liverpool and this is this kind of a miracles and for example now when we see the ukraine and president zelensky and and we can just compare it you know to the the, the david and goliath you know that that uh, that and and, and 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 i can can see this uh in this way that art is some way similar to 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 this very rare but still very great situation in history when when someone small is defeating uh the big evil and and i think that it 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 happens really rare it should happen more often but but i think that by the way zelensky is is an artist we shouldn't uh forget about it uh, that he's i guess he, he, he he's an actor and comedian right uh, yeah yep. we we had yeah, so, like so here this is, this is very no no go ahead Yeah, yeah, please. Oh, okay. I, I, okay. I was great. Can you hear me? I was just going to say we had a guy by the name of Paulson, Pat Paulson, who uh was jokingly running for president against Richard Nixon. This was back I guess in 1972 before Nixon got thrown out of office. And of course, here in the United States, the, the comedian Paulson got no votes. 
we, we didn't have a sufficient sense of humor. But I think it is notable at the point you're making that Zelensky, one of the reasons why he's doing such a brilliant job is that he, he has the sense of a comedian. He, he can see the absurdity in the world. And, and he has an incredibly quick mind, which comedians have. So one of his lines, which basically galvanized the world, you know, the United States says, hey, we'll get you out of there. We'll bring you to a safe place. And he his now famous retort, I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. I mean, that's brilliant. You know, that could be just. Yeah, a yeah it was great. Yeah, yeah it could yeah. be a complete trooper trooper lurk. Right. It's that one line. Uh, let me, by the way, say, because I didn't want to forget to say this. Yeah. You're completely right about the, uh, the, the early Beatles. Every time I hear an early Beatles song, which I hadn't heard in a while, just the other day I heard uh, John Lennon, the early Beatles, not a second time. Not a second time. You know, Lennon is basically crying about a girl that basically broke his heart. <laughs> and now she's come back. And, and basically, it's just so good, and it's so catchy, and it makes the point, you know, so clearly. Um, so I think you're right. The, what we see in the early deals is a, a sort of rawness and a, a direct heart and soul expression that to some extent was a little more contrived as it went on. And, you know, I mean, I, I'll make a confession. In fact, I even wrote an article about this. The first few times I heard Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, I didn't like it. I said, what happened to the Beatles? You know, they've gone off the deep end. You know, I want to hear at least a little more, you know, rubber soul. I've just seen a face I can't forget. You know, there's, there's nothing like that, uh, you know, on, on Sergeant Pepper. But eventually I came to see the, you know, the beauty there as well. But, but you could argue that the more sophisticated... But, 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 but... But I totally, yeah, but I totally agree with you. I, I've got the same story with Beatles in the way that, that of course, Sgt. Pepper is great and later albums are great, but they are not so special as these very early, genial, super short songs. You know, they are just pure beauty and pure miracles. And, and of course, the, there are a lot of great songs after all and, and in the late period, but these early songs like, you know, they are like sunbeams, you know, they, they are, they are just, they are incredible. They, yeah. And, and, and after all, you know, they were making more complicated things and they were ex make some experiments and it's all good and all great, but, but early Beatles were like, like, a, like, you know, like a miracle. Yeah, they were. And, you know, you talk about world events and, you know, uh, obviously you weren't born then. Um, but, you know, my wife and I often talk about the fact that, you know, literally the, pretty much the same week that John F. Kennedy was assassinated, maybe a day or two later, we suddenly began hearing the Beatles. And it, it's almost as if th that early music, you know, I want to hold your hand, she loves you, love me do, you know, that, that, that series of songs, please, please me, they were almost the medicine that we needed, at least as kids, to, to get over that horrible tragedy. By the way, I just want to tell our uh, listeners and viewers, if you want to um, see Trooper Trooper, 
not live. I mean, you should come to see them when they're live, but there's a great video of Troopa Troopa on YouTube. I think it's, uh, they're singing a song called Another Day. And um, it, it's not Paul McCartney's song. It's just Another Day. No, it's not that. It's Troopa Troopa's own song. And it's, a, it's a, also a very powerful song. And you can see these four guys really getting into it. And they have some pretty good harmony there and uh, some good guitar playing. So, so I highly recommend that um, as well. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let me, I just want to throw another name in here again for those people, you know, if you're not familiar with uh, this great Russian poet, uh, th th this I think is the arch example of how, how poetry as far as the world knows, and they haven't yet read crops, but this would be the arch example of how a poet can capture some horrible moment. It would probably be Yevtushenko's Bobby R. Uh, poem, which was about the, the massacre of Jewish people that, that took place, uh, in, in fact, in the Ukraine. Um, and, um, you know, ironically, Yevtushenko was Russian. And unfortunately, he's not alive today. He wouldn't have put up for a second uh, with what Putin was doing. He would be denouncing Putin. Um, in any case, um, let's uh, wrap this up and talk a little bit. Uh, I just got a note that our internet connection is unstable, but uh, it, it may be the Russians are launching a cyber attack on this <laughs> now, if you are listening yeah 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 please stop yeah right um so i was glad to hear you say you are hoping to continue your tour uh you come to the united states in april i know you have other uh venues as well is that right uh for people here in the united states Oh, now, now the connection is really low. I, I'll, so I heard second word. Uh, I'll, I'll say it again. I was just saying, is it, I heard you say earlier that you hope to be in the United States with Trooper Trooper at the end of April. So that part of the tour is still on at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We, 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 we will play in, in 10 or 11 cities in, in, in USA and of course also in New York. So I hope we, we will meet there and I will be very happy to, to meet you. And I hope that the nuclear war will not be, you know, I, I, it will not start uh, before that. But the point is that I hope that uh, the Ukraine will win in next few days, so this is most important, not Trupa Trupa USA tourne. Mm, uh, so, 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 so fingers crossed for this happy end. I, I just wanted to say one thing about Putin and about, because when I'm writing about, uh, mm, when I'm writing about past or about tragedies or, 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 or about genocide, I, I'm always interested in, in, when I make a research about the circumstances uh, of the, of the landscape of evil. I mean that if we will say, if we will say about Putin that he is a crazy madman, I think it's too easy. You know what I mean? That it's too easy in the way that that he's from from the moon. And, and and but the point is that he 
he's more or less an effect of 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 society that he lived in that that his effect of very brutal uh, USSR uh, environment and, and he's a you know I just wanted to say that Russia is a the people from Russia for for many ages they were they were treated in most humiliating way we can imagine and 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 of course when for you know we all know that if you are uh, experience uh, you know cruelty very easy you can be a cruel person and 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 you, you can spread this uh, evil all around you and and uh, I don't want to relativize, relativize stuff, but 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 I just want to say that, um, you know, that, that, that he's he, he's not a genial, you know, crazy person. He, he's 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 one of the part of of very cynical, corrupted um, Stalin machinery, uh, and. Uh, um, and, and and you know that, that he, I I also wanted to say that he's not the only one. You know there are a lot of these kind of people, for example, in many parts of, of the world, uh, and and we should watch out. You know, and we should we should every time when someone is breaking the the law, and every time someone is breaking the human rights, and every time you know we should always watch out for for this kind of uh, people because. He really did that for so many times that, that he really thought that he that that he, that he can do it, you know, till his last days. And really, Western world gave him so many, you know, uh, green light and you know, just kind of a please feel invited message that he. I think that now he's really in deep shock that that that, that the Western world is uh, is uh, protesting, but. Uh, I just wanted to say that evil thing is something we've got inside of us. That, that's the biggest point, what, what I wanted to say. And this is my, I've got two ideas in the way the first is, you know, all we need is love. And the second thing is that firstly, we should, you know, look at the mirror and we should just think about ourselves in the way every day when you're going, you can just, you know, think, think about, your actions during the day, you know, did you make harm to your you know, son, wife, the worker, someone from the band, you know, anyone, you know, were you nice or maybe you should be more nice or maybe you were lying, you know, for example, lying, this is the, 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 the real evil machinery, lying, you know, I, I think that more you're lying, more you're isolated and more you're creating your inner world full of more of lies and then you have to Act more and more aggressively and uh, uh, full of, and in a way of full of violence. But violence. But I just wanted to say that in some way, this is my feeling that we've got this kind of Putin's in, inside of us, and, and 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 we should watch out not only of of these kind of figures as him, but also we should just try to be a better people. Uh, every day, you know, uh, and in, in, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that. And I agree with that completely. You, you, the problem, I think, and you can say that 
in, in this uh, related way. The, the problem is power and how people fall in love and become attached to whatever power they have. And even if they're basically a decent person, they don't want to give up that power. And if you think about it, the miracle of democracy has always been that you can be the most powerful person in the country, but the results of an election can just take you out of office. And uh, th there you see the problem with Trump here in the United States. He couldn't take the fact that he lost. And, you know, this is this is Putin's problem. You know, he he is in power and he cannot accept the fact that he could ever be out of power. And this is something I think completely right that all people suffer from. And I, the most powerful I've ever been in my life, I was chair of my department at Fordham University uh, for about six years, about 15 years ago. And the, the way the policy is at Fordham University, you can only serve two terms as chair, th two three-year terms. And at the end of that second term, a part of me was saying, gee, it's too bad. I should figure out a way I can continue to be chair. But I said to myself, you know what? Let somebody else do it. And uh, th this is what is missing with Putin. It's what is missing with all dictators. They're, they're, they, they love power so much which I think you're right, all human beings do to some extent, but they love it so much and their personality is such that they can't give it up. They, and, and so what we're seeing with Putin, he's been in power for over 20 years and uh, he's not listening to anybody. And, you know, you're saying you hope that the Ukrainians win in the next two days, not with Putin still in power, but we'll see, you know, what happens. Go ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but yeah, I, I totally agree. But I think that, that it's not only about love of power, but I think it's a fear of, of responsibility. And I think that more you're lying and more you're lying and more you, you made bad actions and evil actions, then you're more afraid of responsibility and that's the point that they i think that they are, they are also very very afraid of, of, of responsibility for their actions and i think every it's a every human being has got this kind of a mechanism you know even little child that, that is lying and and he you know he's afraid you know did you steal this thing and you are you say no 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 i, I didn't do that and you are afraid that you are lying and you feel worse and worse and worse and suddenly for example, after two days, when I was a kid, for example, I, I remember when I was a kid and I did something wrong and I and I lied and I and I felt terrible, you know. And after two days, and I and I and I lied and I lied that I didn't do that. And after two days, I, I I said I did that and I was crying, but it was kind of a relief, you know, relief of a truth and love, you know. That all right, I did. And I think that these kind of people, as as, as Putin, you know, they 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 live for most of their life lives are made from lies and uh, and they are uh, this is very dark life i think th this is this is a very very dark biographies and I, I think it's not i think it's not a joyful thing i think that the the point is that they they don't love they don't then they don't love themselves and they don't love 
the others, and, and I think this is a very dark situation. And uh, and a lot a lot of people has got this kind of a problem, but not a lot of people has got got this kind of a power, of course, the world power. But but uh, this is this is the I think that one of the biggest thing is is lying really in the world. That you know, and Donald Trump really was the 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 biggest champion in the in the art of lying in 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 I guess in 100 years history because what did you know Donald Trump changed everything in the way that he he even didn't pretend you know I mean that he just said this is white and he said no this is black and and, and you know everyone knew that he realized that he's lying but he he didn't have a problem with that so so Donald Trump was kind of a, a peak, you know. It, it was, it was one of the most situation I, I was observing as a, a adult person that that, that he, he he was just so good in that, but not good in the way that he was believing in his lies. I think that he didn't believe in his lies. I think he, he was doing it in most cynical way, with a smile on his face and. Uh, for me, it was very, very, very sad, very sad. And it, it was very sad few years. And I think that he's common because a few days ago, he was talking with Putin and he said that that, he's, that Putin is a great peacemaker and something like that. So I think, you know, it's all like, a, you know, they are in some way evil clouds, something like that. It's very, 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 very bad in moral way. I'm I'm happy that that, that 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 he's not longer your president, really. Yeah, we're very happy here too. But uh, you know, one of the things that we've also learned is anything is possible in the future. So uh, here in the United States, we recognize that we have to work very hard, do everything in our power uh, to to make sure that Trump doesn't return to office. By the way, just on that point. Uh, in case anyone isn't aware of the complex electoral process here in the United States, the only reason that Trump became president at all was because he lost the popular vote and he won something called the Electoral College, meaning he won a majority of votes in a certain number of states. And it's a totally arbitrary thing. And one of the things we're going to, we, the people in America, will be trying to do in the years ahead is do away with that sort of loophole in the electoral process so that it's just a straight vote. Okay, listen, I know that it's later there, six hours later. I'm in New York, you're in Gdansk, so it's uh, what? It's like 1130 uh, pretty much. Uh, in, in the dance. Um, this has been a great conversation. 11.30, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. And um, I'm gonna try to get this both up, the audio and the video within a couple of hours here in the United States. And um, just so everybody knows, uh, YouTube generates a transcript on its own but it's usually a very poor transcript. 
So what I do for really important interviews such as this is I go over the transcript myself word by word, and I'll try to get it as accurate as possible. So in a few days, you'll find the transcript uh, available on the YouTube uh, channel if you're interested in what we said word for word. Zygosh? Uh, I, I just wanted to say one thing because I, we, we didn't speak about it earlier. And now, now I thought maybe it's right time because we are talking about Ukraine, about Putin, about morality and about art and, and about pessimism, optimism and, and some light in the tunnel. And I thought, all right, because you said that what time is it right now in Gdańsk? And now I realize, ah, Gdańsk. So the Gdańsk, this is very impo important thing. Gdańsk is the city where the Second World War started. In, uh, so uh, th this is very tragic, uh, and this big uh, horror uh, uh, started here. But on the other hand, in 80s, in the same city in Gdańsk, this uh, solidarity worker movement uh, was established here in Gdańsk, and solidarity worker movements and Len Valenza destroyed communism uh, in, uh, system in Europe. So, and I think that that, that Lech Wałęsa was kind of a Don Quixote figure, and 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 in some way, I think that he was quite similar to Zelensky. Now, when I think about that, that, that he really believed, he didn't even didn't realize what 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 is the real risk of his action. But the point is that Gdańsk is in some way very dark city because of the Second World War. But on the other hand, it's very city full of optimism because of this solidarity worker movement, Solidarność. And I think that that's the message that, that I think that when we are afraid, when we are afraid, this is the biggest victory of evil always. And I'm so happy that yesterday when Putin said that he, he made this nuclear uh, alert and he, I think that people and, and Western world didn't react in a way that they were afraid. They, they just keep keep moving, keep going and keep making the bigger sanctions. And it, and it was a big relief for me because when we would show him that we are afraid, it, it would be the it would be the worst thing that, that we are afraid of him. And, and this would be the biggest victory of evil forces. But but we didn't uh, uh, show that we, we are afraid and we, 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 we can't be afraid. You know, we, we can't be afraid of evil. Of course, it's easy, it's easy for me to say about it in Gdańsk. If I would be in Kyiv, I guess I would be frightened. So I, I just want to say that it's easy for me to, to say about such things, but just, just please try, you know, all of you who are listening, not to be afraid of evil, uh, both inside, inside of us and outside of us. And, you know, we can really deconstruct evil by trying to be better people and by trying not to lie to, to ourselves and to each other, to, to, to other people. And I think that if you really, if we are starting to lie, that is the, the beginning of big, big troubles. Well, I think that's great advice. By the way, let me mention that uh, I've always had a special relationship with Poland um, that other than China, more of my books have been translated into Polish than in any other country. And not only that, 
Poland is the only country that has translated both my nonfiction, my political media writing, but also my science. I've got it. I've, I've, I've got. I've got it. I've got it. I have to. I, I, I will show to you. Yeah. So I've got it right here. So this is. Uh, I love it. Uh, that looks like the. Is, uh, yeah. This is that the, the soft edge. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, this is the first one. Yeah. Uh, second, that's second the one. Silk yeah. Code, right? That's science fiction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's my, that's another nonfiction book about the cell phone or the smartphone. This is great. I, I, should, I, hire, I should hire Zivosh as a publicity agent. Go ahead. Show, show, show the other one. That's, go, I love it. This is the, the consciousness plague, which is the the sequel to the Silk Code. So, yeah. uh, thank you. I'll I'll send you uh, the check uh, next week for this great publicity work. Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, oh uh, but 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 I, I just want, I don't want to go in one one monologue. monologue. At the end, but I just want to say one, one more time that I'm super thankful to, to you, Paul, for the miracle of great spiritual connection and a miracle of goodness, because I, I really think that it's not super hard to make goodness. And for example, for me, our spiritual journey and connection and our emails, and you know, it's got inside this kind of, it's, it's got these joyful vibes. And I'm really happy, you know, I'm sure that I'm a better person because I know you. I and I think it's really easy. It's not super complicated. You know, it's, 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 it's that I get your email or I see your face. It's kind of, all right, Paul, Paul wrote. And, I, I, you know, and I've got a smile on my face. And I think that sometimes things aren't so complicated and we have to give a chance to this love and friendship vibes. And then things are a bit easier. So thank you, Paul. Well, listen, thank you. I feel the same way. You've made a real difference in my life. Uh, I, I've told Simon several times, I'm so glad, Simon, that you reviewed that, that book and, and brought Jivosh uh, to my attention. And uh, here's to a better world for everyone. And here's to a continuation of, of our friendship and our mutual success in everything that we do. Yeah, and Slava Ukraine, Slava Ukraine. Fingers crossed for peace. Thank you. Take care. Take care, people. Well, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Zygos Kwiatkowski. I'll be back here soon with another episode of Light On, Light Through, likely a review of Raised by Wolves and some other good science fiction and mystery shows as well. And we have some other good interviews coming up in the month of March as well. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sound, say a prayer for those brave people of Ukraine. The Light on Light Through podcast
Athens, 2042 AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left again into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. Paul Levinson still codes about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries.